0: Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Min price, free square, Tyler Hero with Jimmy Butler out. 5% shooting. Like, really? Really? Give me an average hero game here and it's a massive night for me, but no. I get punished with 5% shooting. So... Uh, let's go over my lineup. Uh eight chalky TJ McConnell. I was my stand was I liked these uh secondary pacers in tournaments. I was high in Buddy Healed, I was high, I was high on Miles Turner. I was really tilted at the first first after the first quarter because they had like 10 uh points and Miles Turner played like 12 first half minutes. But luckily they got there. Turner played a lot more in the second half, but uh yeah, so healed smash, Turner had a solid game. Kuzma started extremely slow, ended up getting, you know decent game. Uh, Peyton Pritchard was chalk. I was not fading. Uh, he was good. Uh, Denny, I was debated for a second whether or not I wanted to swap off him, but ended up sticking with him off the bench. That was the right move for 40 fancy points. I was shocked how low owned Bam a buy was. This also really tilted me because in the first half, they get nine points, three boards, and that was it. And I was like, everyone just knew to fade mid-price Bam, but luckily he punished the faders in the second half. What did, what did tilt me though is I had like the nuts before the Miami Heat news. I had uh, Luca, I had Derek White in here, and uh, yeah, I had to pivot, prioritize Tyler Hero. So, fun stuff. Fun, fun stuff. And of course, I pivot off Luca. Goes for like you know he smashed, you know, like so. Yeah, solid 3X day overall. Uh, LeBron, I was a 4X day, and LeBron just went crazy in, uh, in the second half there. But also a really good day over on Price Picks, which was nice. Full swept the board. Uh, took Miles Turner over 34 and a half fantasy score again. I was not looking good early, but luckily he played a lot in the second half. Derek White, more than five assists. And then uh, Thomas Bryant, less than 24.5 PRA. And Kawhi Leonard, less than four and a half assists. So those are the four picks I posted on Patreon. Good day there. Good day on DraftKings. So, a uh, nice bounce back after this just most pain I've ever been in last night. Even though I cashed last night, that was that was like literally at the very top of the most mad I've ever been playing DFS. It makes you go crazy. It makes you go quite crazy. But um, yeah, appreciate your support as always, guys. Really, really do. And uh, let's talk about this uh, ten gamer. So, oh, really quick sponsor is Prize Picks. Make sure to use the code DKDFS. It will give you a hundred percent match up to one hundred dollars dollars I'll have the link down below as well. Uh, but yeah, three hundred dollars to play with on the site. Again, it's super fun. A lot of different sports. So make sure to take advantage of that free money. And all right, let's talk about Indiana now. So back to back here, but they ran a pretty tight rotation there, especially in the second half. Miles Turner, um, I like his ceiling right? i only played 32 minutes, but that's because he only played like 12 first half minutes. Uh good per minute guy, good shot blocker. Like the matchup for him. So I do like Miles Turner. I like Buddy Healed. I don't think we're gonna get him at low ownership again like today. But, uh, yeah, it's got the shooting guard, small forward eligibility. Should play mid-30s minutes as long as game says competitive, which this game should, Pacers versus Magic. So, yeah, I do like Buddy Heald once again. McConnell, assuming he starts, I think is a great play in the mid-range. Just a good point-per-minute guy. And if he's going to play, like, 40 minutes a game, then, yes, I, I do like TJ McConnell. Uh, Benedict five four, played 34 minutes. I think he's a solid option off the bench, should play a lot. And then Nemhard if he plays... I think is playable at 4-7. If he misses, then we can look to guys like Naismith Duarte. Naismith started uh, started to play 20 minutes, 0 of 7, 19 fancy points. And Chris Duarte had a solid game, 26 minutes, 28 fancy points. So those guys would be playable. The backup five, they went to both Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson, so I probably can't mess with that. Moving on to the Magic, I would say just more of a tournament uh, team here, but I think the main four guys are really where I would look. Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Wendell Carter Jr., Markel Fultz. Bancaro should play mid-30s minutes. He's been a little bit quiet of late, but solid matchup here. Franz Wagner, low to mid-30s minutes. Again, he's shown that ceiling. Wendell Carter Jr. probably plays around 30 minutes and is at a reasonable price point. Markel Fultz, very up and down, but the ceiling is 40 plus. So like, those four guys I've been interested in for tournaments, I don't think any of them stand out as a priority, though, for me. Off the bench, if I had to play someone, probably would be Cole Anthony, because he's got the shooting guard eligibility, but not a ton else I feel good about. They're running a pretty deep rotation, like Isaac's back. Isaac won for 20 fans points in 10 minutes, but I don't think I can get to him yet. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty limited for the next week or two. I'm um, on to Brooklyn. So Brooklyn went right back to their super tight rotation that they ran you know, previously with Kevin Durant out, so... Kyrie Irving, I think that's a good spend-up. You know, 81, or 61, 83, 62 fans points over the last three games. Obviously, gets the usage bump with Durant out. Claxton, if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think is a good play. I would like Claxton better if Embiid is out. If Embiid's in, not as excited about it. Ben Simmons didn't close last game, played 29 minutes. I think right now, more of a tournament-only play. Um, It is, you know, going on the road at Philly, so... We'll see uh, We'll see how that goes for him. But uh, yeah, the rest of Brooklyn, Royce O'Neal, Seth Curry, TJ Warren, Joe Harris, they're all playable. I think Royce O'Neal probably the safest should play mid-30s minutes. Um, Seth Curry had been playing you know, 25 to 30 minutes off the bench. TJ Warren, Joe Harris, minutes, well the minutes have been way down actually in TJ Warren, which is a little bit surprising. Uh, Joe Harris, kind of been up and down the minutes, but he's relatively cheap. So uh, that's it for Brooklyn. Let's talk about Philly. The big news here is Embiid. If Embiid misses, then I like Harden a lot. I think Maxi's solid. I like Tobias Harris. I like D'Anthony Melton. If they start Harrell at the five, then I like both him and Paul Reed. If they start P.J. Tucker at the five, then Paul Reed probably DNPs. Then Harrell will get the backup five run. But just everyone look really good here if Embiid is out. If Embiid is in, I think it would be mainly the top guys with Embiid and Harden. Um, Bull should play mid-30s minutes if this game stays competitive. And then guys like Maxie and Harris would be playable in the mid range, but more secondary options. Atlanta and OKC, so Hunter and Okongwu, that's a way to keep an eye on here. If they're both out, there's actually a good amount to like here for Atlanta, starting with the front court. Both Capella and Collins played a lot last game 36 minutes for Clint Capella, and then John Collins played 36 as well. So those two, I think, look really good if Okongwu is out. The two guards, and Trey Young and John T. Murray, both have a ceiling. I like their upside in GPPs. And then Bogdanovich becomes a really good value of uh, DeAndre Hunter's output. 33 minutes and not of the best game. But if you give me 30 plus minutes again from a 4.9K Bogdanovich, I think it's going to make him look pretty good. And then AJ Griffin saw solid minutes off the bench. He'd probably be the only guy I would consider off the bench. On the Thunder side, so like the upside in Shea at 9.8, price point feels about right. Still is a ceiling though. Josh Giddy, 7.8K has cooled off a little bit over the last couple games, but he has still shown at that ceiling a fair play. The rest, you know, Williams and Dorter find secondary options. Filler plays. Uh if you want to mess with the front court, fine. Whoever starts things playable, but I just I don't think I'm gonna mess with that in a 10-game slate. Moving on to Minnesota. So no ant or no cat, I should say. Go bear questionable, I think he plays, and no Torian Prince. Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, they'll lead the way offensively. Ant should play close to 40 minutes. I like him. I think D'Angelo Russell's a solid GBP play. Played 42 minutes last game. Um, I think most of the time, he's probably going to play, like, low 30s minutes, but definitely a guy that has a ceiling. Slow-mo, well, hey, he's not going to continue to average 50 fancy points, right? He got in massive foul trouble. I took his over assist uh, last night, which was super, super frustrating. Again, no one runs worse. But, um, yeah, the wings and slow-mo McDaniels are fine. Uh, I think Nas Reed, if Gobert plays, is probably not someone I'll get to. Maybe Noel, you can take a shot at him at 3-6 with Prince out, but you do have Austin Rivers available, too, so um yeah i guess the big news is gobert but i think he plays if he's out then i'll probably lose more money with Nas reed because he'll get three fouls in three minutes on the pelican side so ingram marshall uh did not play tonight so i don't think they'll play tomorrow uh and then dyson daniels also got injured i don't think he'll be available so uh the pelicans could be really short-handed cj's been really quiet of late not been shooting the best but i like him in tournaments i don't think he's gonna be popular But I like his ceiling in GPPs. Jonas Valanciunas got in some foul trouble, but we know he's a good point-per-minute guy. I just don't love the price point. Um, If all these wings are out, I think Trey Murphy, Alvarado, Herb Jones all look pretty good. Trey Murphy played 33 minutes uh, tonight. Alvarado uh, played 27 minutes. We know he's a good point-per-minute guy. And then Herbert Jones uh, dealt some foul trouble, only played 24 minutes. But those guys all look pretty good. And maybe you get some uh, Larry Nance alongside JV. I think he be playable at 4-2. You saw Hernan Gomez in the rotation tonight. Um, He played 23 minutes, surprisingly. I'm not sure that happens again, but um, we know Hernan Gomez is a really good point minute guy, so I did want to mention that. Denver and Milwaukee back-to-back. Maybe Jokic sits since he missed a few games of that hamstring. We'll see. Michael Porter Jr. missed again due to personal reasons. Um, Don't think he'll be available, but we'll monitor that. So, Assuming everyone plays besides MPJ and Bones, I think it's mainly the top guys like Jokic, eleven six 6 If he plays, I like Nikola Jokic. Murray, Gordon, Bruce Brown would all be solid options. I think Bruce Brown would probably be your safest bet with a shooting guard small forward eligibility, assuming he starts and plays like low to mid-30s minutes. KCP, we know we're getting out of him 3 and D. Like His role never really changes. And then, don't know if I get to anyone off the bench. I mean, maybe a 3.2K Jeff Green, but we'll probably have better value. On the Milwaukee side, so just Bobby Portis out. Um, Giannis, 11-5. I mean, looked good in the limited minutes he played against Detroit. It was funny. It took us under PRA that day. He had 20 points, two boards, and two rebounds in like eight minutes. I was like, oh, that's chalked. But ended up the game blew out, and I won that somehow. But, um yeah, I like Giannis at 11-5. I think the rest of the Bucks are a bit overpriced. Like 8.9K for Drew feels a bit pricey. Chris Middleton, probably not going to put massive minutes. I don't think I can go there. Um, you probably do get a little more run for Brooke Lopez. He's fine. I guess Allen Connaughton, Ingalls. They're all just there for me. So not a ton. Else. I think I love for Milwaukee, Washington and Houston. So for the wizards, really good matchup here. Price point did go up on Kyle Kuzma. I still think he's playable though. He's going to play like 35 to 40 minutes. Great spot for him. Brad Beal played 30 minutes tonight. So I hasn't been playing crazy minutes, but it's a relatively cheap price point for him. And then I like the front court: Gafford, Denny Advia. Gafford got massive foul trouble uh, tonight, but we know he's a good point-per-minute guy. Denny had a really good game off the bench. I like him at 4K again. Um, Kispert started, actually had a good game in the starting lineup. I think he, yeah, its not updated. I think he went for like 14.7 boards or something. So he's playable again, assuming he starts. He just can't expect that type of performance again. I'm continuing to mention DeLon Wright because he continues to play really well, and he is only uh, 4.1. On the Houston side, so Jabari Smith questionable, but I think he's going to play one through practice yesterday. Kevin Porter Jr. still out. Again, my boy and goon, they're running offense through him. Looking good. So, 8.7K, I think more of a tournament play, but still like a ceiling. Jalen Green, uh, really up and down, but it's gone 50-plus two of the last three games. His upside goes up with Kevin Porter Jr. off the court. Barton and Gordon are both fine options in the mid-range. bullshit should play low 30s minutes, um, and then... If Jabari Smith is out, we can go right back to my boy, Tari Eason. One for 35 fancy points in 26 minutes, 11 points, 9 boards, 3 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. Like, you guys know what I'm going to say here. I've been preaching it all year with Singoon and with Eason. Play them more. Like, I don't know why Tari Eason doesn't play 30-plus minutes a night for this team. I just don't get it. So, if Jabari Smith is out, we can look to Eason. If Jabari Smith is in, then Eason just becomes a tournament-only play for me. All right, four games left, Memphis and Golden State. So Steven Adams is going to be out for a while. I think I said three to five weeks. My boy, John Morant, 9-7. Like the matchup for him. Um, you know, the minutes are not great, but uh, I do like his ceiling. Bain and Triple J are fine tournament plays. Brooks, same thing. Um, Tillman and Clark should put the center up position. Tillman's 3.2K. I like him for value. assuming he starts. And then Brandon Clark could be your pivot off the bench. He let everyone down, including myself, last night. But if everyone plays Avery Tillman tomorrow, assuming he starts, I'm fine going to Brandon Clark at lower ownership, but we'll see. We'll see what the ownership comes in on. I'm guessing Tillman will be more popular if he starts, but we will monitor that. Golden State, uh, basically everyone healthy. I like Steph in tournaments, as I always do. Ceiling's there. He's never really popular, especially when he's over 10K. Um, Poole, Thompson, both viable. I think it's easier to get to Clay Thompson for $1,000 less. I like the front court with Draymond and Wiggins. I think both are pretty safe plays. Both should play low to mid 30s minutes. Both are in the low 6K range. So I like Wiggins. Like Draymond Green, don't really know if I get to anyone else, Steven Chenzo or Looney or Lamb. Um, so let's move on to Toronto and Sacramento. So Toronto, OG Anunoby should be back. Um, last game he missed. Preston Chu was started, played a ton of minutes, and then Boucher played decent minutes off the bench. But yeah, Toronto right back to their tight rotation: Siakam, Van Fleet. Barnes, Gary Trent, all in play. It's a great matchup. I like all the main guys. Um, The issue is, again, trying to figure out who it's going to be on a night-to-night night basis. as a really big night. That's always the tricky part about the main Toronto guys. But basically, I have interested in the whole starting five. Um, Achua, if he goes back to the bench, probably becomes a little bit too pricey at 4-5. Uh, and then Boucher becomes a lot riskier. He played 21, 23 minutes, actually, last game. But if Achua moves back to the bench, Boucher's minutes, again, become riskier, and he would just be a tournament-only play. On the Sacramento side, they're running a really tight rotation right now. I think Sabonis at 10-4 is a pretty safe option at the top. Dealt with some foul trouble plus blowout last game. He should play 35 to 40 minutes. Fox is 8-4. He's playing mid-30s minutes in a competitive game. He looks solid. Barnes, Herter, Murray, all playing big minutes, especially Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes. I think the, the mid-range options here look pretty good. Again, I just I can't win. You know what I'm going to say. Right? I I've literally been preaching this for the last like three weeks. I'm like, Leak Monks gonna have a good game pretty soon, and when he does, like, he he just has a massive ceiling. And I I literally was chasing it for so long, but i here, 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 here. Finally faded. 13 points, nine boards, eight assists. Like a triple. Come on, come on. So, yes, Monks can play for tournaments, but I'll I'd probably only go there if he's low owned. Utah and Portland. So Laurin Markkinen. Even though I'm not a big fan, I don't think he's that good. He's been playing extremely well and is also their go-to guy. So small forward, power forward eligibility. I think he's firmly in play at the top. Clarkson and Conley are kind of just there. Conley should play, I don't know, 25 to 30 minutes. Walker Kessler, been struggling a bit of late, but I still think he's playable at 6K. You want to try to take a shot in Beezer, Sexton off the bench, that's fine. Um, But let's move on to Portland. So Portland, Damian Lillard, I like in both formats. He's playing a ton of minutes right now. And he's getting a lot of shots up. Uh, I like Dame at ten three. Nurkic again. I finally, finally fade triple double on a sixty bomb. But when I play nine fantasy points in sixteen minutes, I played him here. Massive foul. Like I just, I played him so much. He continues to get in foul trouble. Finally fade sixty point triple double. I just can't make it up. Can't make it up, but if he can stay out of foul trouble, Nurkic is too cheap at 7k. Simons, Hart, Grant, all fine secondary options. I think that it would be easiest to get to Hart. If you think Nurkic gets in foul trouble, then play Drew Eubanks. And then yeah, it's probably it. San Antonio and the Lakers. So, Kelvin Johnson, 7-2. Like his ceiling in tournaments, I like the matchup for him. This game should stay competitive. Trey Jones, Jakob um should play around 30 minutes a competitive game. If Pertel could somehow stay out of foul trouble, I like his ceiling quite a bit here, but he's been in foul trouble a lot recently. So Sohan and Richardson are kind of just fair values. If you think Purtle continues to get in massive foul trouble every game, then just play Zach Collins at 3.6K, who is a good point credit guy. Finally, the Lakers. Again, LeBron went crazy tonight, even in a blowout. Uh, 11.7, though, like that feels priced about right. So, wouldn't call him a priority. Westbrook feels priced right at eight three two. Schroeder cooled off after back-to-back 50 bombs. You want to take a shot in either of those centers with Brian or Gabriel, go, go for it. It just, I never get those guys right. If I play one, the other one closes. Value-wise, Troy Brown and Pat Beverly are playable. They should see around 30 minutes in a competitive game. But... Yeah, guys, so that's going to wrap up the video. Again, if you haven't enjoyed make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. A less tilting night for sure, even though there still was stuff to tilt about, you know, Tyler Hero. Come on. But um, better than last night, thankfully. So um, appreciate it as always. and I'll see you guys in the next video.